Good evening and welcome to the Fifth League podcast. Uh, joined with me tonight, we have got Tom Cotton. Hello, subjects. And Billy Jones and Richard Vick. Oh, no, wait. They've uh, bailed uh, at the last minute. So we have got in the one and only legend, Andy HB. Hello, guys. And we have got a pretty interesting evening tonight. Similar to the setup from last week, we're going to go through the shit cunts of the week as it's been coined, and the winners. Uh, we're then going to have a bit of general discussion about a few proposals, and then a little quiz for Poddy versus the people at the end. So, um, how should we start, Tom? Do we want to berate the... Uh, the... Well, the, you're the shit cunts of the week. Yeah, we might <laughs> as well pull them up, considering they didn't show up. Um, shall I start with um, shit cunt of the week number one, um, our lowly ex-commissioner? Uh, Richard Vickers, I think he's had a pretty terrible week. It's easy for me to say that because he's come bottom of the table, hasn't he, with 25 points. He hasn't really done, done so very well it's, at it's, all. It's interesting you've said, uh, Richard, because I actually had a phone call earlier. Uh, uh, one of the listeners of the podcast called me and he, oh. he asked a few questions about Richard Vickers and he didn't sound particularly happy with his performance and his commitment. In fact, in fact, Tom, I, I think we've got a recording of that phone call. Could you play it now? Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. I'll go ahead right now. Hi, I'm Anonymous, and I would like to request that you ask a question for one of your guests tonight on the podcast, Richard Vickers. Sure, Anonymous, uh, go ahead. I fear Rich is distancing himself from the league to focus on other endeavours. First he gave up his presidency without a fight, then he always broke the record for the lowest points scored in a game week. There doesn't seem to be a question there, Anonymous. Rich has finished bottom of this game week with a measly 25 points, leaving him almost 30 points adrift from long-term lower league resident lads on Torre. He was even warned by a kind and caring friend, Tom Butler, that Van der Beek would not be playing due to squad competition, yet he played him again. How can he justify his form and what is he going to do about it? Is he going to leave the league? Tom, dinner's ready. Oh damn, I've uh, got to go. Well, they are some harsh words. I will be sure to ask him on the podcast later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sadly, um, I I promised Anonymous that uh, we'd be asking these questions to Richard Vickers, um, but but he's failed to show up. Um, So we're going to have to analyse it anyway. Andy, what what do you think about the picks this week? Did he he make some bad decisions? I think uh, Anonymous is... uh... Highlighted the main one. He keeps playing Van der Beek. You know, Van der Beek was his third pick in the draft. Just saying. Um, oh. Wasn't Pogba his fourth or fifth? Yes. They, they did come as a pair, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Two for one. And they've, they've... He's, in a re- he's in a really difficult position, isn't he? Because he's got, on paper, they're stellar players, aren't they? They are mm. star players that you would expect to be getting points. And it's kind of the situation where... You don't know if you drop them, are you going to be missing out on those points? And he, he's obviously torn. But he, has he got anything better on his bench? I, I think um, Saka and and Under um, they both picked up a few extra points. I think Under might have got an assist, but um, or picked up bonus points. I, I, I don't know. But um, he hasn't really got much to go off, has he? This he, week? he doesn't. He doesn't. And. I think so. I I genuinely, genuinely messaged Richard um, on Friday at around eleven o'clock in the morning. It was after Ollie had announced that 
yes, Van der Beek's a good player. He needs to settle. Um, at the moment, there's a lot of competition for that place. That, that's just saying he's not playing. And I messaged him and, uh, oh, he didn't respond to me. Didn't respond to me. I said to him, he's not going to play. And he puts him in the team. He probably, if he hadn't picked Van der Beek, he might have gone for the under. He might, he might have. And that's an extra five points. That puts him into mm-hmm. mid-table mid for the week. Puts him into those kind of yeah. 30s, which is where you, you kind of need to be when you're having a bad week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I know I know that the, the the points overall for the league weren't great this week. The big the big players, the big performers, they didn't really show up, did they? But um, it's not looking good because it's not just the odd show, is it? It's 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 every week at the minute. I don't know. What what, what what's your feeling with with some of his more, more um, promising players? Do you think Lacazette and Watkins? Well, Burn, do you think Lacazette they'll start getting some points in? He looks like totally he's, disinterested at the moment. I mean, but he's <laughs> he's, he's Richard's uh, third highest point scorer, which is not good <laughs> for his team. That is not overall. Yeah, yeah it's scary though, isn't it? Um, I, I I'm still holding some hope out for him with Ollie Watkins. I th- I think he might have a good week. They're, they're coming up against um, Southampton this um, this week, and although um, he has been inconsistent, I suppose he showed some potential when he had his hat trick against Liverpool. Didn't well, he? You take his hat trick um, out. What a game where Rich didn't play him. Fair enough, he'd have taken a bold man to have picked him. You take his hat trick out of mm-hmm. his points. Ollie Watkins has not had a great start to the season. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether he performed well against Liverpool because they they play a high line um, at the back and and um, Southampton do something very similar, don't they? They they, they do play with quite high wingers mm. and whether or not that means because he's a pacey lad he'll get in and get a few points. I don't know. I, 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 I've seen Southampton come undone a few times. Son mm-hmm. Werner scored as well against them, and they may. They may let a few goals in. I don't know. We're in a real difficult position with Richard at the minute because he has got some good players. Evans and Robertson performed well last year, didn't they? Liverpool haven't been the team that they've been. But I don't know. I, I think he, uh, maybe maybe there's some hope. I think there's some worse teams out there, but mm. he's definitely got to mix it up. And I think he's going to have to take some risks. I think he's got to train. Um, I think he's got to look at. Uh, I reckon a player like Lacazette. If you offered him up to someone like Billy. I think you could get something out of them. I think you should you should be looking at trading away players like Lacazette, who they look good on paper. They've, they've scored a few points, but they, you don't want to be relying on. Them. Uh, I think I'd I'd be happy to take a punt on someone like that. You need to target the players that are doing a bit better, where they maybe they can drop a few of their um, maybe not their highest point scorers, but they can drop a few reasonably good midfielders yeah. or uh, defenders. I I wouldn't mind sitting on Lacazette. Not <laughs> literally, but I wouldn't <laughs> like literally sitting on Lacazette. I wouldn't mind sitting on Lacazette or someone like Pogba. I wouldn't mind sitting on Pogba yeah, yeah. to just see whether he comes good. And if Richard wants someone like, oh, here we go. I don't know, Rich, would you fancy Odin? A live trade. <laughs> well, oh, if, if he are we, are we, have we got breaking like... news trade offer? <laughs> He won't even listen to the podcast. But I'm saying I'd be willing to give up someone like Podence, maybe, or one of my defenders, which is an area he probably could improve on. Mm, mm. So, I mean, it's not going to. What's he losing out on with Pogba? He's not losing out on anything so far. Yeah. And Van der Beek, well, phew, well uh, okay. Team. Look, looking at next week's fixtures, who who, who are you playing? Who am I playing? playing? You know, in his in his team, in his team, <laughs> who, who just start? 
I, I think you've got to go Traore. Right? I'd, I'd be tempted with Fornells again. I don't know. Maybe Under and Pogba play the three up front like he has yeah. been. I think you've got to stick with them. I think we've got some tasty fixtures next week. Not just for Richard. I think for us all, there's there's some there's some. You know, when the big teams come up against a few teams mm. that you think might get a few points, Liverpool against West Ham, I think, could be one where you may ship a few goals. I think, like I said, the game with Aston Villa, Southampton, that's screaming out for goals as well, especially with things in the team. And Chelsea versus Burnley. I know Burnley put up a good show against Tottenham the other night, but I don't think they can put pull that in no, for two weeks no. in a row. So maybe he, 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 oh, he, he's just going to go with form players and he hasn't really got any form well, players. So I, just go with the ones. I, the I, most, I, I, most ignoring points. Rich. Uh, and I, it would be nice to have Rich here to actually not defend himself, but maybe give some justification about the league and his position and, and kind of just, just give us a bit of reassurance that he's still committed. But apart from that, you, I mean, you've got the likes of Jamie as well. Jamie's usually a high flyer in the league and he's scored two points more than Richard this week. But he's definitely, definitely not the other shit cunt. Andy, who do you reckon the other shit cunt is this week? Okay, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> it is me. <laughs> so just oh, to get this straight, to tell you. It's, it's 78 points last week. From Andy, seventy-eight points with with midfielders, three of his midfielders scoring double figures, and one striker with double figures, and and this week it's twenty-nine yeah. points. So a, a fantastic drop of, of of forty-nine points is pretty big, isn't it? Outstanding. <laughs> it, it, it's almost impressive. It's it's the levels of cons- inconsistency uh, that that we like in the league. You're being um, hurt with. Jose Mourinho's back line that's, at the minute, aren't you? going to kill me all season, Might as well I think, up. isn't it? Which one are they going to play? Mm. Um, I mean, looking at your team, I mean, yeah, Semedo, he, he, do you know what? I thought he was going to be a good pick and I think well, he will get points. He does look a bit did dodgy. You, he, they were hard to buy better. He was much game. better against Newcastle than he was against Leeds the week before when they, when they yeah. got a clean sheet. Newcastle, yeah. and the Newcastle, aren't they? You know they don't do anything for ninety minutes, and then they will get turned over next week, five 0 or something. Um, Lamptey, I see. I I like Philip Lamptey, right? I think he looks a really solid player. Yeah. But then you look at the points he's had this season. Fourteen's not good enough. Well, he's he's had his injury issues, didn't he? Like he was getting subbed at like the fifty-five minute mark for a couple of games in a row. And this one was another stupid late late equaliser for the baggies. So they was they play so open, don't they, Brighton? I think that's the problem. They're, if they're only going to win a game, yeah. they score more than the other, and it's probably similar Which is to not what we some expect. of those teams that we've seen in the past. Yeah. No, but it's similar to those teams that we've seen in the past, isn't it? Like I don't know. Remember that a few seasons ago when we had Blackpool in the Premier League, it was all that that kind of team that just went all out every week. And it's nice to watch. And yeah. It's exciting. It's good for someone like Lamptey, especially at the minute when we aren't getting clean sheets. And I know maybe that's the wrong thing to say after this week, but um, when we're not getting clean sheets, to see a player like Lamptey because he can he can get an assist or two, and that's what he showed at the first couple of games of the he's, season, wasn't he's it? Very but, um, well, who have they got this week, Andy? Cool watch. Who have they got? Who are Brighton got? Who have they got yeah, this week? They're away at Spurs. Yeah. Oh, are you playing him? Currently, no. Oh, interesting. Let's have a look at your current line. Actually, just before I look at your line, can we just quickly track back to Tom Cotton saying, going all out and a team that had Gary Taylor Fletcher in? 
it just doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, I like him. So you're, you're playing. I mean, you're, you're playing the standard three in midfield. You Fernandez, Rashford, who uh, last week they they did all right for you. Not 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 amazing. Uh, Foden again, he, he looks solid. He's got to be on that team sheet. Um, Barkley didn't do anything, and, and Decore. Have you gone with the same again? Five in midfield. I don't think Mount's going to play. Who? I don't think Arsenal are going to do much against United. I think it's going to be another real boring, maybe another like nil nil for United. So, did, did Mount play this evening? He though? came on at the 70th minute when they were one nil up. So I don't know how much involvement yeah. he had, but well, they scored three goals. goals with him on the pitch, but. You just don't, you just... I'm quite excited because Hakim Ziyech has scored. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already uh, ready to go. Yeah, so I've put him in because I think a game like Burnley away might be a good game to introduce a, uh, a player like that. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, okay, looking back at Andy's team, sorry. Uh, Mount, Sabios, yeah, I wouldn't play them. Uh, Nketiah? No, not doing it. He's, um, he's coming on late. They're playing Lacazette instead. He's getting one pointers yeah. and Arsenal aren't scoring anyway. So I'm sad. I mean, Abamyang's just no. absolutely gone, hasn't he? He's, he's just fallen the shot. Yeah. I'm, considering he was my first pick in the second pick of the draft, it's really it's shaking things up. When, when Lacazette isn't scoring and Abamyang isn't scoring, I, I, whether or not they're just going through a dry spell or it's because they're coming up against big teams. I think Arsenal have got United this weekend, haven't they? So. Mm. I, well, it, it's going to have to be a game where they show up. So hopefully they might get a goal. But I, I don't know. I really don't know what to say with Arsenal at the minute because I really favoured them at the, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but Aubameyang's just not showing. It's it's. Uh, I, I think he had a he's had a, a, a goal or two and an assist. He's got a few points for me, but mm. I, I was really considering trading him away at the weekend. I was thinking who could I get for him, but I think it's just one I've got to hold on to. Yeah, makes makes sense. And uh, Andy, I've seen you've gone for Laporte as well for next week. Any concerns he's not going to play? Of course. <laughs> it's Pep we're talking about. He'll probably play um, Bring Aguero on at centre-back or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be the wheelchair. It's yeah. got to be Diaz and Laporte, so I've got to go for it. Yeah, has to be. Has to be. Um, do you know, I, I, I remember on... Um, on transfer day, I was toying up between Diaz and Telles, and I thought Telles was going to walk straight into that United team. Sure, you and, mad. <laughs> exactly. Um, but by I went with Diaz, and you know what? He, he looks solid. He's he's an interesting centre back. He's not got the build that you'd expect in this league. Um, I don't think he's going to score many goals. Like, he's not going to get. In the, I don't think he's going to get on the end of any corners. Anyway, there are shit cunts of the week. I think we need some honourable mentions. We've mentioned uh, Jamie already, and uh, he's had a bit of a shocker. I think his season's just going from bad to worse. I, I, I really think he, he needs Cavani to start pulling some some goals. I, I, I'm standing by the fact that I think he's got some room for improvement with the players that he's got out injured and the players that are coming back. I mean, Van Aanholt's back now. He played. He came on, and uh, he, 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 he didn't get any points for mine because they. They conceded. Pulisic, who scored tonight, um, if he gets back in that team, that could be good. Salah also, the fact that Salah got two points last week was a bit, a bit unlucky. Um, I was gonna, I was just going to throw something into the mix when we came on to Salah. I was 
and we'll probably discuss it if we if we jump into Logan's team. But what do you think of the Salamane situation at the minute? Because usually it's Salah first, isn't he? He's the kind of primary play, and then someone picks up Mane later. And I think I that's probably the way it came out this time. Or was the, it because Logan... non-pass from Salah again when they were both through on goal, and he could have just slid no. Mane in? I, do you know I, I, I said this, and I've, and this this is one of the reasons I didn't want to get Mane this season because all the way through last season I'd watched the England games to watch Mane score. And at the England game, sorry, the, the Liverpool games, and every time you'd just be watching Salah being mm-hmm. a selfish dickhead, and it really, really riles me. They could score so many more goals. I know Salah scores, and I know he, he gets a lot of points, and he, he's a very good player. However, he's a selfish dick. And Mane, can you remember last season? I can't remember. Mane against Chelsea, Mane came stat, storming yeah. off because uh, because yeah. Salah just wouldn't pass to him when it's it's open goal opportunity. It's what it is, really. It was quite interesting to see their, their change in formation um, at the weekend. How they managed to squeeze Jota into the lineup as well. Um, I, 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 I think that Marnie's probably going to be the better of the two this year. Mm. Um, he's had a really strong start, hasn't he? Yeah. I think he picked up two assists last week. I think he's the better Maybe. player. In, in, in all yeah, honesty, I, I, think I, I think so as well. Just hopefully he'll ca- that Salah will carry Jay a bit for mm-hmm. until he does start getting those players back. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still interested to see how long Pereira's out for because I thought he'd have been all right by now. I, I've I'm just checked the, um, the the insignificant league app and it does say back on the 5th of December. So he's still got a, another month or so without him, hasn't he? So he, he, he was one of those players that you would rely on last season, the points that they pulled in. But... Like you say, though, mm-hmm. he's going to come good at some point. Yeah, he will. He'll get 200 points. It's not like Richard's team, that's is it? No. <laughs> but that's the thing with Richard's team. Who was Richard's first pick? Yes. Werner. He'll do yeah. all right. He'll, he'll get the goals. He'll do all right. I still think... I mean, I, I don't know who was after him, but surely there was a midfielder he could have gone for. Sonny boy. Sonny boy. Maybe Sonny boy. Love him. Then Love a, him. Then again. Do I throw that in now? We don't want to throw that in. How happy we'll, I was with him. Yeah, <laughs> we well, never talk no, about no, we, players. I mean, we 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 are not talking about everyone. I thought that was the idea in these days. I'll summarise that. It will be uh, yeah. So I mean, Will's team not great this week. Pretty pretty average. Thirty three points. He's got to be disappointed. Um, but moving up the table, let's talk about the winners of the week. Um, who shall we start with, Tom? Who is your winner of the week? <laughs> I'll blow some steam up uh, Pinky's arse and say he's had another cracking week after his poor performance last... Well, uh, interesting you say that. You've got Pinky and Lewis on the same points, 49. What made you pink, pick Pinky and not Lewis? Because <clears throat> I think Pinky puts more thought into his team. And <laughs> I think he's he's played on fixtures, to be honest. Um, and really, I just wanted to bring up the, uh, the mention of Patrick Bamford because no one's expected him to be doing as well as he is, isn't he? I think. Um, I don't even think Leeds fans expected him to do as well as he is. <laughs> In a game week where most of the big hitters actually well, disappointed, didn't they? He's come in with a hat trick. He's got a major, well, major points for Bingy, 17, hasn't he? Mm. And he's, he's dragged him through a, a, a pretty mid table week. He got. Uh, Seven points off Sice and, and six points off Aspie. And it was Vardy and Bamford, the other two, that, that kind of pushed him to the top of the table. But when when the other players that you would expect to be doing well aren't pulling in goals yeah. against um, Villa, which were doing 
quite well, wouldn't they, to get a hat trick? And uh, it's quite surprising. So mm-hmm. that really, that just the fact that he's, he, he 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 picked him up at the beginning of the season, um, and he managed to get himself um, back yeah. into second place. And older. Uh, and EHB sadly dropped down. Do you know I, I, the thing? The thing I find impressive about Pinky, he's he's, he's currently got Van Dyke out, obviously, and, and Richarlison out. So he's, he's he's had a bit of a reduced uh, reduced uh, team. Um, I think he's he's put he's put a bit of faith in those defenders, and they've done quite well. And he's sticking with the strikers. Uh, I know he played Abraham, who's probably not the wisest to pick. Uh, the issue I see though is is midfield really didn't do good this week and they're not the midfield that you expect to do good week in week out and looking at his other no. players as well the likes of Perez Lundstrom and Partey he's not got a decent midfield he's got a cracking strike force and I, a decent um, defence I saw an interesting article that came up on Sky News today about Lundstrom apparently they've offered him a contract similar to the other players that have recently signed in the team and he's not happy with it so looks like he'll be leaving in January um, whether I should have told Pinky that because he might have carried on playing him and he might have not been able to get in the team but um, that's that's a shock isn't it really because he, he was another uh, reliable gem last year I know it was because mainly he's playing as a defender but um, he does get a few points mm. here and there, doesn't he? And, and, and he's been in the he has been in the team. Andy, if, um, if, if you were Pinky, would you look to trade away one of your better players to maybe bolster that midfield? His better players are the strikers, though, aren't they? And it's at some point he was trying to. Well, but it's going to be Abraham that he's going to want to offload. He's not going to want to get rid of the rest. Yeah, hypothetically, uh, I don't know for Richarlison. I think he's yeah. a pretty because Bamford and Vardy they've got to be your solid picks. I know. Charleston, I think he's, 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 he might always play a little bit second fiddle because there's, there's Hamez and DCL. Who do you reckon Richarlison's worth? I don't know, maybe on your team or my team? or Who, who do you reckon you're trading for? I'd have traded him for higher last yeah. season when he was a midfielder. I mean, I like him, but... You're just put, trying to put in a trade offer, aren't you, Tom? I am, actually. <laughs> I'm in conversation with him. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think he's worth a, a midfielder that you expect to get 100 to 150 points. That's the kind of level, I'd say. A bit maybe like Madison. Here he is. Yeah. I wonder who's got Madison. What's your thoughts on that, Andy? <laughs> What's your thoughts I on that? I wonder who's got Madison. <laughs> yeah. It's not Lewis anymore because he, he made a stellar trade for him, didn't he? It's definitely not Lewis. Oh, well, well, I mean, first trade of the season. We might talk about that in a bit, actually. Um Another reason why I think you're right, uh, Tom, for not picking Will, uh, not picking Lewis, sorry, as uh, winner of the week, and that's because he played Brewster. I don't know what he was doing. He was never going to score. I, th- I think Brewster's not going to do that well this season. Lewis would have done better if he'd have picked better players. He's got people on his bench that he didn't play that picked up a ton of points. Well, eight points. Was it eight points off Zuma and he didn't play him? Yeah. Um,. Nine points off Zuma. He didn't play him. He's still keeping faith with a couple Cal- of his Cal- other faithful. Robinson, who got the assist. Uh, he, he, he could have been the winner this week, but he, I think he was let down with his picks. I think, to be honest, it's a little bit the same with the likes of myself. I didn't play um, Walker-Peters. That would have been five points. That would have put me much, much, much more in the top three. Um, and then, uh, what about yourself, uh, Cotton? Did you, did you make any mistakes? I didn't play um, Rhys James. After my um, epic fail when I was trying to that squeeze in uh, though, James it? Rodriguez uh, without, with, with, with Andy a minute to uh, the deadline. Um, I only really missed out on Reese James. He, he picked up eight points 
um, in in the match, and, and that would have been a tasty one because really I I was saved. By my <laughs> you were, yeah. Points against um, Burnley. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I, I saw, to be honest, because obviously it was a Monday night game, wasn't it? I saw your points on Sunday, and I was like, yes. Tom's going to be right at the bottom. This will be great to talk about on the podcast. And then Song comes and puts you in boring mid-table. Right. So, finally, Andy, who's I'm going to defend the week? Lewis. And I know, it, again, it's an obvious one. Because I probably would have chosen Pinky, but Tom got there before me. So, I'm going Come Lewis. Come on. I, I think you can't pick Lewis. He made too many mistakes. It doesn't matter because his team strength still, still came through, right? I I completely disagree. Um, in fact, I'm just going to overrule you, Andy. Uh, the, the the winner it's it's it's, it's got to be Billy. Billy scored 41 oh. points uh, across. Not just Kane. In fact, Kane was not even one of his highest scorers. Uh, he had from defence through the team. They all scored pretty well. Lots of fives, some threes, some sixes, and nine in goal. I think Billy's had a great week. And he's gone up to eighth now, hasn't he? Above Jamie. I know it's only by three if points. If he played Neves and Lindelof, he'd have been nine points. I, I think example. he. So. Oh, Andy, <laughs> don't come here with all your stats and figures and. <laughs> That's his job. That's his role. <laughs> and all that stuff. So, so you think Lewis? Okay. Well, let's agree to disagree. Lewis has had a good week. So's Billy. Um, it's, it's it's been a little bit different from last week, where a lot of a lot of teams close. We've had a few people right at the bottom and a few people at the top but congratulations to Pinky and Lewis for winners of the week um, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we move on to the dreaded quiz I wouldn't mind bringing up your team in a bit more detail I thought Tom, we were just, I was just glossing gonna... over that no 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 because I, I, I want to see what your thoughts are on um, De Bruyne and how he's going to perform maybe in the coming weeks well after last weeks. night's performance in the Champions League against Marseille he looks absolutely solid and I said this the other day to you that if I had mm-hmm. De Bruyne and Jesus maybe less so Jesus if I had De Bruyne firing on all cylinders at the moment and getting his assists and goals week in week out I would have to be very close to you or if not above you in the table Fighting talk. What do you reckon to um, Zahar as well? I think he's, he's probably had his best ever start to an FPL season. He's, he? he's, he's amazing. One goal, one assist last weekend against Fulham. I think he's, has he had four or five goals already. He's he's playing I, up front. He's taking penalties. He looks solid up front. Oh, and it, I was a bit worried about the penalties. I thought it might go to Milivojevic in the end. But he seems to not be able to get in the team at the moment, which is interesting. I, I don't know what's going on there. Something behind the scenes or maybe it's fitness. But Zaha, I think the last few seasons, we've had all that speculation in the summer transfer. Is he going? Is he staying? Is he going? Is he staying? Palace saying we want 700 million quid for him or or whatever they're saying. This season, because I think of a lot of like coronavirus and everything was played down, teams kind of either not spending money or going to Germany to buy their players. And I think that they didn't have as much attraction to Zaha. There's a couple of links here and there, but nothing major. And, and I think he's had his head in the game from the start and he, he looks solid. He's just knuckled down. Yeah. Yeah, he's just knuckled down, hasn't he? Um, it's exciting for you, especially when you've got a couple of other good players that are coming in. I'll still try and support well, Sam Maximan. I think you can do pretty well for me. Well, OK, well, okay. I can ask you too. You can be my little sounding board. Um, next week, I'm going to play four at the back and one up front. So, sadly, I can't play six midfielders. I can only pick five. However, I've got eight. So far, <laughs> I'm picking Zaha, 
St. Maximan, De Bruyne, Madison, and ZX. So leaving Pereira, Costa, two of my top three scoring midfielders out. What do you guys think? And it, I, I, the only problem I've got with that is Pereira and Costa are both playing teams. Well, they're playing, West Brom are playing Fulham and Leeds are playing Leicester. And neither of them have been secure, have they, the back? No. And it could be that they ship in a few goals, but I would stand strong with Zahar, San Maximum, De Bruyne. Uh, the reason ZX on my mind is he scored tonight, as I said before, they're playing Burnley. Madison mm-hmm. started last weekend. Could he? The other thing with San Max, the other thing with San Maximan is there. Newcastle are playing Everton this weekend, and I know I should be supporting Everton with my banners held high, but they're now down without their first choice right back and their first choice left back with Dean sending off. I know he's, I think he's one be game suspended for one game. So what do we think? What do we maybe... think about that, Dean? Deserved a red. It was. It was. It was... Player, isn't he? He didn't mean it, I don't think. It was just clumsy. So, Do you think it was a tactical foul? Did he intend to take it? I mean, it doesn't matter, it's a yellow every day in my eyes. And I think they've they've done the right thing to reduce it. Overturning it again, it's just like, what's the point in the rest? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, um, uh, One thing I actually really wanted to talk about tonight, and I hope the people of the podcast listen to this, um, I hope we're not just talking amongst ourselves for an hour every week. Um, I, I propose uh, we change the Hall of Fame. So this is not really relevant to everyday fantasy life, but the Hall of Fame at the moment, we get X amount of points for finishing in whatever position. I don't know how many it is. Andy, what do you get 25, for finishing first? It uses 20 points? F1's current point system. Okay, so we're using the F1's current point system. And at the moment, Andy, Jamie and myself are the top three. Um, with some big, mm-hmm. big disparities between that, uh, and and teams like Will and Tom, who maybe have done quite well over the last two years, three years even, um, are never going to catch up. Like they'd have to win three on the back. It could take ten years for them to get into the top five. Um, while as someone in pretty poor form, uh, not this season, but last couple of years, Pinky is still in fourth place because he's been around for five years solid. Saying that Billy's been around the entire time yeah. and he's rock bottom. Even, even <laughs> at least that might give him a even chance. Even below Gavin, who only did two seasons. So, what I'm proposing is we go to like the standard national rankings for football. We weight it, uh, whatever the points is, divided by the number of years ago it was. So we weight the recent years higher than the further away years. I don't know what it will do. It'll be interesting to see what changes. I think maybe I might drop down or. Or, or Logan might drop, uh, or come up, or, or whatever. But I think it might be a bit more fair, and it means there'll be more fluidity in the Hall of Fame because at the moment nothing changes really. A couple of movement in the middle, but the tops the same and the bottoms the same. So, what's your thoughts on yeah, that? I'm, a, I'm okay with a change. I mean, I only did it like that because to start with, I was just doing it like ten points, nine, eight, and it was just like two. There was no difference between coming first and second, really, if you know what I mean. There wasn't enough, which is why I switched to this, because it yeah. like first and second got a bit more of a boost, and I thought that was fairer. Says the man. Well, that's right. I should be every year. high up in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, the, no, no. The, the thing until that I don't this like summer. too much about it is, um, again, I don't, I don't mind the change. It's just the recency is great, but this season's only been 
what is it, six game weeks. And Tom's currently getting 25 points yeah. on that. Do you see what I mean? No, so uh, that would be the other thing. Can, can we just remove so this season historic. until the end that of the makes... season? Yeah, it, it should be. We shouldn't be based on... Because that, that, that annoys... Yeah, it's just too fluid there. But if we base it off the last four seasons only, and then obviously mm-hmm. we'll update at the end of this season, where do people stand? Uh, I, I feel... I'm probably actually right in the third place. But I think there will be a little bit of movement. Uh, obviously, Gav would drop down to the bottom, which is fair. And it, and, and it, it probably reward Will as well, because he's had a really good showing, yeah. hasn't he? When he came in as fifth and then had third last year. He probably does deserve a bit more credit yeah. um, in terms of the Hall Pinky would definitely drop down. Pinky finished fifth in the first season. Admittedly, we had eight at the time. Uh, and then fourth in his second season, which is, again, that's really decent. Uh, and, and then he's finished eighth yeah. and ninth. And now he's in second. <laughs> yes. He's all over the Tell place. Tell you what, I'll run um, the numbers and I'll show you what it would look like. Well, yeah, I think I don't think this is something we need to vote no. on as a as a group. We're not that kind of no, league. I think what we need to do is people listen to podcasts. Have they got any issues? Maybe phone in. Oh, maybe leave a few messages anonymous, anonymous if you're out there. Let us know. <laughs> um, however, if, if I think if no one cares, which I don't think they will. As long as Tom's okay want. with it, we just sign it off and off we go. Yeah. One thing I'd I mean, like to just run, run the numbers on the Hall of Fame is I am currently on 6,666 total points, which is beautiful. Just noticed that. <laughs> right. Um, unless anyone else has got anything to add, I think we should move on to Poddy versus the people. Tom Cotton faces off another of the league's finest, who will win after three demanding rounds. This is Poddy versus the People. That is the Law and Order theme song. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, so, Poddy versus the People this week. It's currently sitting at 1 1 uh, after Andy's glorious victory last week. Um, this week, we had tailored a quiz towards Billy. However, he dropped out five minutes after the podcast was meant to start. Um, so Andy has very, very nicely filled in and, and will be representing the people once again. Um, however, he might have to have oh, some God. knowledge about Liverpool. To- so uh, round one, uh, Andy, as the guest, would you like to start go or go first, second? Please. Okay, so round one is called FPL history since 2002. The Fantasy Premier League was started in 2002, so we've got records and points since then, and the point scoring system has been very, very similar throughout. Very few changes have actually been made. So using that uh, data, your first question, Andy, is who scored more points uh, in fantasy football? Was it Cristiano Ronaldo in the 07-08 season? Or Mohamed Salah in seventeen eighteen season. Mo Salah. It was Mo Salah. Mo Salah has scored the most amount of goals in fantasy football history with three hundred and three points in twenty seventeen eighteen. Wow. Cristiano Ronaldo in oh seven oh eight, arguably one of his best seasons, uh, yeah, scored two hundred eighty three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. On to you, uh, Tom. Who scored higher, Sanchez? 
in 2016-17 or Lampard in 2009-10? Oh, it's got to be Sanchez, hasn't it's it? It's not. It's Lampard. Uh, Sanchez with 264 oh. and Lampard with 284. So he actually has wow. scored more than Ronaldo wow. in a season. So, Tom, this That's is not, not a good start. <laughs> You're trying to fake I'm not. I thought I'd give you an easier one. I thought you'd have to go Lamps. He's Lamps. Um, well, anyway, that's 1-0 to uh, Andy. On to round two. This is um, Sports TV. So, your first question is to Andy. I'm going to read out a synopsis of a TV yeah. series. Oh, it's okay. be useless because it's similar to last week. So. I'll cut it in. So, this is a TV series that follows the players on a football team of a fictional university and it's a rather awkward team called the goats as they explore the freedoms of college life including football scoring with women drink binging seems a bit weird wild partying <laughs> and hazing i'm thinking it's got to be american football so it's it's gonna sorry, be it is an American football. I'll give Blue you that It is BMS. That's a good answer. I thought that was a tricky one. I absolutely it's love out. it. I think it's a it cracking uh, TV like, series. Well, Have you seen it, Tom? It's, it's good. No, not a clue. It is good. It, it, it's, it's, and there's a film as well, Bad, Badland. Yeah, there's a film. It came out in 2016, if I remember correctly. Um, okay. We are now going over to uh, Tom cotton so uh, uh the manager has managed for a string of top class british football clubs he was also the manager of england football team taking them to the world cup semi-final now near the end of his career and thinking of retiring to spain with his wife karen there he's asked to take a new management role of wirral county a struggling and at the bottom of the football league hmm I have no clue. I only ran for one season. Where are you I'll give you a clue. From? It's related to last week. What, the same chap? <laughs> I don't it's, know. I it's Mike Bassett, manager. Get back to last week's question. <laughs> Christ. It's the TV series. He, he manages um, Wirral <laughs> County. It's really. That's not fair. <laughs> I mean, it was meant to be for Billy. I reckon he would have got that. It was meant to be if you listened to the podcast last week. Admittedly, that was a bit harsh, uh, to be honest. Well, it, it's 2-0, Tom, again, against Andy. This is pretty shocking. So it's it's, it's yeah, now 2-1 yeah, yeah. to the people. Um, right, round three is okay. Newcastle versus Liverpool. So hopefully we can restore some credit. We'll start with Andy. Andy, who scored Liverpool's three goals in the Istanbul final in 2005 against uh, Milan. Oh. oh, come on, memory. Yeah. You can see why this away, was meant right? for Billy. Um, I don't know. I won't go with anyone. Probably should be. Um, oh, what's his name? Alonso? I think I could name two. Alonso is correct. <laughs> Gerard, Gerard, yes, one of the probably the hardest one. It's, it's me, slightly less known, I guess. 
<laughs> it is spicy air sauce mixture, however you call it. So that oh, is pretty good, impressive from Andy there. That is three and three. That's that going off last week as well. You're now six in six on this quiz. Uh, all right, Tom, all right. Can you redeem yourself and get one point? Um, Probably not. No, you. I gave you a real bloody easy one because I thought just in case you're struggling at this point. In in 2011, okay. Newcastle drew against Arsenal 4-4 after being 4-0 down at half-time with a Teote winner that is to die for. Rest in peace. Who else scored for Newcastle? Jerry Barton. Yep. Oh, who was in the team then? That's definitely a thing. I'll that. give you a clue. There was only two scorers. So you got Barton and one other. Well, there's Teote. Barton definitely scored two pens. I remember yeah. that. I'm just trying to think who was in the team. We probably were playing with... That was where that I think that's when we just came up from the championship. So we probably had Nolan was in the team, but I don't think he's. Right, it was February. It was the year you come up. So Carol had left in Jan. It was. It was so Love and Kranz and oh, Best well would have been up top. It so was, was best. Leon oh, Best. Yes, yes, yes. It's... There's one. I remember that game. I remember running around my um, lounge with uh, my dad's mate, who was an Arsenal supporter, cutting the hedge outside. And he, we didn't have it on Sky Sports. It was on Soccer okay. Saturday. And every time they got excited, I stuck my head out the window screaming at him, saying, it's 4-3, it's 4-4, yes. <laughs> I was screaming, it was great. Rest in peace. Check I've actually got it on DVD. I've got the game on DVD. It's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. They all... Um, uh, they, they all jumped on top of Diote after he scored that they, goal. They, they also they Bless injured um, Tim Krull. Tim, no, no. Yeah, Steve Harper jumps in with his elbow, doesn't he? Uh, into the pylon. Yeah, and I'm yeah, pretty sure brilliant. he injures Stephen Taylor and was out in the next game. Fantastic. I mean, Pards as well. Oh. It was absolutely fantastic that Quintessential game. Newcastle that was when you had an interesting team. Anyway, that is Joe that is the end of uh, the fifth episode of the podcast. Had Thanks for joining time. us, Andy. Have you enjoyed me. yourself tonight? Oh, well, great. At short notice as We've well. We've had a lovely time with yeah, you. We've really enjoyed that one. And uh, cheers, Tom, as good ever. Night. And good night, everyone else.